Hello and welcome to the All Night Gamers Podcast, episode 33. Hi, hello, hi. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for uh, joining in on this episode of the show. Um, we've got a lot of kind of random things to talk about. Also, April is now our official console month, so we're going to discuss um, our favorite consoles from each of the big companies throughout the month of April, starting with Nintendo Home Consoles. We'll get to that in the Collector's Corner, along with a bunch of stuff about Monster Hunter Rise, uh, PS5 updates, Xbox being weird with VTubers, and E3 possibly having a digital paywall. So, welcome to the show. Let's get started. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is selling huge. Um I kind of feel embarrassed now that we didn't talk so well about it and all the events they had where it's like, yeah, it's just kind of a Monster Hunter game. And it, that may still be the case, but it's sold. It, um, it's selling very well. It's sold. I mean, it's, it's not our fault that we're not into Monster Hunter. <laughs> I mean, I am into Monster Hunter. It's just everything I saw from it <laughs> just made it seem like more Monster Hunter. And maybe, I mean, maybe that's the point. Like, it's not a bad thing that it's more Monster Hunter. It's more Monster Hunter, and that's kind of just what people wanted. So maybe it's selling through. But uh, Japan's broke, don't fix it. Yeah, they had 1.3 million physical copies in Japan sold on opening weekend, which is a 94% sell-through rate of all the units they had in Japan for sale, um, and has already surpassed 5 million units globally. So that's nuts. Um, and that those numbers were just for Switch, pretty much, at least the Japan numbers. So that is big. Um, I think it's only on Switch right now, isn't it? It wasn't released on PC yet, right? I I wasn't sure if it was like a same day thing or if it was coming to PC later. But if it's physical copies, I would assume it's pretty much exclusively to Switch because who the heck buys physical PC games? I don't think there's probably not even a physical version of Monster Hunter Rise when it does come out. Yeah. For PC anyways. Um, But yeah, that's that's nuts. Uh, I... This is all just an attempt to get me to feel bad about canceling all my pre-orders. I can feel it. It's okay. I still have my pre-orders. <laughs> I've got the remote, the controller right here, and I've got the collector's edition that I don't know what I'm doing with right here. Listen, it's great. Listen, scalper. Listen. Come on. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> you. Um. My. He just supports scalpers. Well, the, no. the controller, I'm not so... You know, really, it's not. I got the Amiibo. That's the only thing that I really care about. I don't need another Pro Controller, and I wasn't really interested in the collector's edition anyway because I didn't want $20 yeah, stickers. Um, yeah, but now I'm, I'm much more interested in getting the game. I, I'll i probably get it... I don't know. As soon as I see it go on sale for like 10 bucks off or so, if I can find it for 50 through like Walmart or Amazon, I'll probably pick it up at some point. I think they've already had it for that price. Probably. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Post Disney, when I have a job, and I'm not trying to save every morsel of my being for stupid Disney paraphernalia. Um, I feel that. But speaking of, yeah, my Amiibo have come in. We'll get that in the collector's corner. Those are starting to come in at uh, GameStop's being delayed if uh, you're waiting on those pre-orders. So, um, but yeah, we'll talk about more of that collector's corner. But that's nuts. Yeah, I'm definitely more interested in it than i was although i i I have a sneaking suspicion that it's still just kind of more monster hunter and i'm now i'm kind of expecting something that's going to be there and then when i get it it's gonna be like oh this is literally just monster hunter this is exactly what i expect and it bothers me Um, it will (laughs) 
Um, Xbox Game Pass is getting MLB The Show 21, which is nuts because that is a Sony-made game. Uh, and if you're getting it on PS5, it's $70. So that's upset a lot of Sony people. And, like, I don't know. I, I can't get the same amount of rage because I really don't care about MLB The Show. And I really don't think there's that large of a group that is. But it's, To be I, honest... My theory on that one's Sony's kind of hurting for money and Microsoft's like, give us your exclusives for Game Pass. And they were like, okay, we don't care about this one. <laughs> Here's our garbage one. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's a good thing to have to play. Like, How should I say this? Um, I was at GameStop today picking up the last of my Monster Hunter Rebo and I saw... Like the the pamphlets they have in the front door with like all the ads and everything, it's just literally like a big ad on the front of it for MLB The Show 21 for ninety dollars. You get a steel book and a whole bunch of other crap. And then to the stand next to it, they had like the few remaining PS3 games that they had in the store, and there was like MLB The Show 14 and 15 and all that shit for like a dollar, eighty cents, or something. Um. So, like, the only benefit I can really see is, like, yeah, you get to play it essentially early if you don't want to spend full price. Because once baseball season's over, that's that's going to tank. Um, yeah. Just like Madden and 2K do every year. But, um, I don't know, man. Xbox is really, really putting a lot of money into this now. They're trying to, get, like, fix what they did wrong all these years with the Xbox One. I'm very impressed. Oh, like, I wonder what else they're going to get now, like, huge third-party IPs coming to Game Pass Day 1. Um, man, everyone's really excited to talk about MLB The Show, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I'm all about baseball now, dude. What is baseball? It's, it's, I promise you're going to care about it, but it's too deep of a rabbit hole for the podcast. I'm sorry I asked. Um, you will like it, though. I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay. Uh, Niantic is creating a AR headset. Um, is Niantic's the one making the Pikmin mobile game, right? Yeah, they made yeah. Pikmin, Ingress, Pokemon Go, and Harry Potter. And now they want to make Google Glass again. And For... now they're making Google Glass, which was almost immediately banned. So I'm not sure how this is going to work. Okay, Glass, show me results for how to not get bullied by wearing Google Glass. <laughs> <laughs> that one goes out to all the college humor fans back in the day. Um, yeah, I really don't... I guess you put your phone in it. It's going to be like Samsung VR, but AR? Maybe. I mean, there's no way they're going to try to make like their own AR headset, right? Maybe uh, they will. I mean, I've seen... I've seen exactly, like, one mock-up thing, and I don't know if it's theirs or just, like, someone's render of a did they just Did they just state, so... like, on Twitter or something that, like, hey, we're making this, period? I have no clue where they stated it, but it was about the time that they announced Pikmin. So, I'm not sure. Well, I guess they have when it develops, but I can't say I have high expectations. They have Pokemon Go money, though. They can... They'll try something That's to keep facts. that money. That's facts. Um, 
Life is Strange True Colors has been rated for the Switch uh, by the SRB. Um, that is an M rating for... Uh, I've got it somewhere. Blood, drug references, strong language, suggestive themes, usually alcohol and violence. I know that's really you don't care. Uh, we don't really either, but it is rated for Switch, and it has not been announced for Switch yet. So we pretty it's all but confirmed that it's coming. Um, I also didn't realize it was coming to Stadia. Stadia. Why is it <laughs> like I, we rag on it so much here? I know, but like I thought it. I, how is it not dead? It's. Uh, because they've still got a few things paid for. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. That makes sense. They probably paid for that a long time ago. Um, I mean, what, what did the um, uh, leak from Capcom show? They had a couple of games they paid mega bucks for, so. True. Um, is that developed by Capcom? It's developed Square. by uh, uh, yeah, yeah, a team okay. at Square. Okay. Um, I mean, oh, so you're just I, using that as an example. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, no, I get like, you. Know. Example, like, like that, that's why the devs care. It's like, this is more money than we're going to, you know, have, or look, this is. Did you just die? Yeah, apparently. Um, Cameron, you're dead. He's dead. Cameron's dead. Um, Whoa! Ooh, crap, right. <laughs> Hang on. Well, um, moving on while Cameron tries to uh, revive himself. Um, on to Collector's Corner this for the week. This is our weekly segment where we go around and talk about games we've been playing and uh, also why we haven't been playing games because our life is full of existential dread and sadness, um, but in actuality what we've been playing this week and any pickups we got, if any, and things of that nature. So... Um, it'd be really mean if I picked Cameron first, wouldn't it? Hello. Oh, he's back. Okay, pick Cameron, you go first. Okay. Hold on. So, are we doing the question as well, or just collector's corner? Oh yeah. For, um. So we're so the thing I mentioned in the beginning of the episode where we're doing our favorite consoles this week we're doing Nintendo <laughs> home consoles. So along with collector's corner, we will be talking about what our favorite Nintendo home console is and why. And with that said, Cameron, you go. Okay, so this week I have played some Animal Crossing, some Persona 5 Strikers, uh, some Persona 3 Fez, because I finally got a little time to play that. Um, played some Smash Bros. for the new Spirits, which will be gone by the time the podcast comes up <laughs> on Wednesday. Um... It's been a not even a busy week. I just, I just come home exhausted now. It's quite sad. The sad life of adult living. Yeah. I've got all these things I want to do, but I'm so exhausted. Yeah, I feel that. Um, well, so, so what's your favorite Nintendo home console? So, favorite console, easily GameCube. Uh, I expect got, that to be a common note around here, and I I, uh, it's I, definitely gonna be I put that into here. my reasoning for my selection, but not to get not to get ahead of ourselves. So or are you uh, gonna be hipstery with yours? No, no, I'm not gonna be ridiculous. I've got solid reasoning behind it, but the main reason I chose something other than GameCube is because like 
how many people are I knew at least a minimum 60% of this group was going to be GameCube if not 80 so um, <laughs> I was like well, I'll try to change it up a little bit but anyway so why uh, so it's still got some of my favorite games uh, even though there are other ways to play some of them like uh, Pikmin and Pikmin 2 got new play control on the Wii it's not quite the same uh, for Pikmin 2 and it, I just enjoy it more with uh, a regular controller uh, the original Animal Crossing still has some of the best dialogue of the series and it's got all the uh, uh, NES games in it they're just really creative with how kind of limited they put themselves at uh, following the N64. So it's, I guess it's just the games, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I I really long for the days where Nintendo was not only competitive, but in the forefront of the power side of things. Um. Because the GameCube was pretty much the last time that Nintendo was ever close, yeah. Though I mean, not close, but or they were ahead in it. Yeah, I mean, they were in it. Um, you know, it's opinion if the original Xbox or GameCube was more powerful. Um, but I, it, I mean, they're I, I, it's, they're in the running for it. Like that was the last time that they ever did anything like that. Um, not to say that they you don't know, like newer things are bad, but no. Nintendo doesn't like having uh, failures continue. Though. Look at look at the Wii U. Like that had proper uh, naming for friends. Uh, you know, being able to add your friends, and now we're back to friend codes like the 3DS because the Wii U failed and then the 3DS didn't. Well, I mean, Can't it's their fault for making that. a trying to make a. You know, like. You go to an architecture that, at that time, developers decided they hated. Like, everyone was over PowerPC, and Nintendo was like, we're putting a PowerPC in there. So, can't say they shot themselves in the foot. But anyway, um, yeah, I can agree. GameCube games are top-notch. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Alex, you go next. Okay. Uh, this week, I finished, I played and finished Zero Time Dilemma, which means I'm done learning about morphogenic th- field theory uh, for the time being. Morphogenic uh, field theory? Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds I, I'm pr- riveting. I'm probably going to regret asking this, but can you give me like... R slash An explain example? like I'm five level of okay. Essentially, and I'll <laughs> use an example from the game. Um, and this is like the point of all three games. It goes very in depth into like this theory. Uh, essentially, though, have you ever felt like when you're looking at like you go somewhere and you're like, I don't want. And you get there, but you're like, I'm not going to stay because something feels wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, You leave because in another timeline you stayed and something went wrong. Okay. And that's essentially it. 
The morphogenetic field would provide a force that guided the development of an organism as it grew, making it take on a form similar to that of others in its species. What? Is this a psychology thing? Science, uh, biology, it looks like. Oh. It's a group of cells able to respond to discrete localized biochemical signals leading to the development of specific morphological structures of organs. Man, that's a lot of words. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> Wow. That's cool, though. But the idea in the game is so you so you take uh, this series. idea what like, if someone like i posted a diagram that's in the game ah red become blue <laughs> it all makes sense now <laughs> finally <laughs> this is from the game <laughs> yeah it's saying from this person it comes to the blue person so you take this theory about biological cell growth and you apply it to multi-universe. Multiverse. Yeah, multiverse yes. mind. Okay, so like you you do something because in another timeline where you did something it went wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think we're going to stop there. I don't want to read any more of this Wikipedia page. That's a lot of words. That really <laughs> That's is. It's a, a staggering reading. number of words. Um well that pretty out there but i had sounds like just as much um uh what do you call it like i can't even think of the name people that think really good philosophy it's like most as much like philosophy (laughs) people philosophical 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 as it is like scientific fascinating um well okay continue um and then since then i haven't really stuck to what i've been doing for like the past year which was essentially i'd play one game before moving on but since i haven't really had anything to just like pick one and work through uh i've been playing a lot so or at least not like a lot in them, just like a lot of different games. I played some of Fire Emblem Fate's Birthright. I played some of Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and I've been playing some Life is Strange on the PS4, even though I beat it on Steam last time. Okay. Alright then, uh, favorite console, go. Uh, I want to say the Wii U. Whoa, whoa. I I want to ban you. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't say the best. It's the favorite. Okay. Mega curveball. Honestly, I should have seen that coming, but I didn't. Okay. stats were way off. Yeah, yeah. Dude, me is about to throw hands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... So it didn't have a lot of games, but it every game it does have is generally a masterpiece, for the most from, part. From Nintendo, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, Amiibo. Festival and you could play really the Wii. Different, bro. I said for the most part. <laughs> I'm, I... I'm joking. I'm joking. 
uh, you could also play all of the Wii's masterpieces on it. But it also had the widest virtual console and their best controller. I legitimately missed the gamepad when I was playing, uh, when I was working. Yeah, I missed the gamepad controller. Um, I just better than Switch. Hard. I I have to. I I definitely see where you're coming from because the asymmetric gaming idea was a great idea and underutilized because of how poor it did. But mm-hmm. I definitely agree because like the idea, like the original idea, where Breath of the Wild, like the the whole inventory system was going to be available at a whim and not having to pause the game, which they didn't implement because they ended up making for the switch so um, well they had it but it did get imp- yeah it's it was at, uh, e3 2016 yeah but they took it away is what i'm saying they took it away um, yes um but yeah like having um there was some game i was playing recently that was a port that i was like man i really miss I can't think of it, but like like Splatoon, that was great having a map all the time where you didn't have to pause what you were doing to pull up a map in front of you. You had one and you could instantly jump and do whatever you wanted to do. And you could always take a glance down to see where everyone else was, uh, mm, for example. I do like feel like I... A... You go ahead. Uh, I play, I've played Splatoon more... Two more than I played Splatoon one, and I don't feel like I jump as often as I did in Splatoon one. As well, a... now, yeah, because now you have to like literally stop in your tracks and like look at the map, which you haven't been looking at before. So you have to take a second to kind of take everything in what the situation is. So it just takes a lot more time. Um, and like Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, having the inventory on the gamepad, like. Really, that's just a great implementation of like maps and inventories on a second screen, Dude. accessible all the time for you to touch and choose without having to pause the game. That's a that was a really good idea, um, and I also agree that the gamepad is a very comfortable controller. Now, the battery life could have been better. And, yeah, the battery life's bad. Uh, Dude, I don't know what it was with the battery life last gen. They just all kind of suck. Were you uh, talking about the, the Wii U Pro had the, eight I, hours? I, you you cut me off. I was about to say, except the Pro for the Wii U. Xbox that's has always only... been generally fine, um, but that's great, because but it's poor. batteries, right? Yeah, but even right. with the rechargeable packs, it's just as fine. Like like either or. I mean, I rechargeable the rechargeable pack obviously better for many reasons, but um, even with double A's, like it was. You know, fine. Um, not nothing like the PS4 controller. Like that's that's a whole league. Like, at least the gamepad had a screen, so you're like providing. <laughs> yeah, a right. screen. There's a reason it's burning its battery so fast. <laughs> yeah. No, like it could have had a bigger battery, and it probably could have been more efficient in its implementation. Although I can't say for sure. Wasn't um, there also a better battery you could buy there, off? You could, yeah, Nintendo, yeah, you could buy that. a bigger one uh, for like thirty bucks from Nintendo Store. Um, and they made like battery packs that would like screw into the gamepad, um, that would still work with like the charging dock. Um, but like out of the box, battery was not great. Um, I had a lot of problems with that. Um, but yeah, I mean like it's comfortable, like I'm, it's surprisingly lightweight for everything that's in it. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, although like... I don't know. It does get taken away some bit by the fact that so many of the games are ported now. Although the better versions are arguably on the Wii U for some games. Um, 
They I, might slightly run better on the Switch, but yeah. I, I miss being able to do an ink strike without even looking at the map, just yeah. randomly pressing. Or yeah. you just do, because, you know. Uh. Well, all right then, uh, Cooper, you go. Okay, uh, so, um, hang on, let me pull up the uh, script. Uh, oh, 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 so this is, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. You're about to start wow. talking Faye, bro. <laughs> you are a mess. <laughs> bro, we've only gotten through two people. Oh, shoot, it's, it's been that kind of week. It's only Monday, hold on. Okay. Yep. And that, that is the night we recorded the podcast, yes. Jeez. Alright, um, let's see. I've been playing, you know, Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, Brawlhalla. I've been playing a bit of uh, My VMK, which is a virtual Magic Kingdom. It's pretty cool. I've been enjoying that. I played a little bit of RuneScape. That is also really fun. Um, what else have I been playing? Um... I played a bit of Cool Math Games while I was bored of math class. <laughs> now we're talking. That's a throwback, dude. What are you going to say next? You run and con at recess? like Primary games? <laughs> mini clip? Yeah, I was going to say mini clip. <laughs> um, and I, oh, I recently got some Fire Emblem Cypher cards. They they came in really, like, they looked really good. Like, I saw those on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, you know, it, it makes pretty sense. My favorite Nintendo home console is easily the Wii. I mean, I just have the most memories with it. It's one of my f- most favorite consoles. Uh, I'd hope uh, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, I really enjoy like games like Smash Bros. Brawl and all those. Man, you're um, asking to be hit. Not not by me. I'm just saying like that's a death sentence of an opinion yeah that's true like special sprawl is one of the most hated on for like no like it's one of the coolest i love so it has tripping but it has subspace emissary i think that's forgivable yeah like the the main gameplay is kind of trash because of the tripping thing but it does have a lot of content in it there's a lot of content in it it's also the hardest 100 percent due to the fact of some of the trophies yeah it is true um not only that, like I have a lot of good memories with it, really. Um I I really like uh like I really liked uh like um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, all those great games. Uh <laughs> are you gonna say go Diego Go? Uh, yeah. Galaxy Eminem oh, Kart true. Racers. Yeah, like Galaxy, uh Mario Kart for the Wii, like the Wii Wheels. Oh man. That's a throwback. But th- those are good. Um and then like Mario Bros, like on the Wii, I remember throwing Cameron into a bunch of like spikes and stuff to get him killed. It was always fun. Yeah, multiplayer <laughs> was definitely a strong point of the Wii. Oh yeah. Uh, absolutely. But um <laughs> Um But yeah, I think really it's just one of the best actually no, it's the best console and if you disagree you're wrong. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. I'm gonna. I, I think. Uh, I, you know, if you, I, I, I'd, I'd be more willing to, at least take that opinion, not negatively, <laughs> if it wasn't mostly like, it's good because I liked it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's good because I liked it. 
And also, 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 it did, it did, um, it had GameCube controller support. Well, the console has that. Literally now. Wii U and Some Switch of... and GameCube. You have to buy an adapter. <laughs> and GameCube has GameCube support. Yeah, the GameCube has built in. All the GameCube consoles support GameCube games. And not all, Wii, not all Wii consoles support GameCube games, so. Bro. Um, um. What did the Wii have? My mind, man. Did, did any other console have the Wii Shop music though? Exactly. Thanks for that wonderful rendition. <laughs> the Wii U It's like I'm actually there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will give the Wii credit that it was the it started the virtual console. That's true. And I will. Like, that's I definitely agree. unique, but. I do agree with Alex. So, like Wii U definitely had like the best for the virtual console. Yeah, didn't say it was the best. The Switch but it was could the first beat it if it would bring more games, but right now the Wii U's had more. Well, hey, whoa, variety. I actually did want to mention this. Where's that green text I posted about? Here it is. So, <laughs> um, I've I forgot to write it, but you bringing it up about virtual console is a perfect time to mention it. So. And while this is totally a pipe fever dream, and you should not listen to any of this at all, it's queued for April eighth, so we can't say a hundred. We could say like ninety nine percent, like like Germex, but we can't a hundred percent yet. Germex <laughs> guarantee, baby. So yeah, there was supposed to be a direct on April eighth, which is the day after this episode goes live, where apparently there's getting a whole revamp to Switch <coughs> Online, including. N64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, and GameCube Virtual Console coming. Um, I won't go through all the other stuff right now because I don't want to bog down Clugger's Corner, but um, that's still possible. I mean, I 100% buy it. They definitely would give away the GameCube games, which they remake all the time, into well, they... HD ports. The, it's it's not giving them away for Switch Online. They're, they're say Virtual Console coming back, so it would Assume, uh, it would assumably be like the old virtual console where you pay per I game. See. Um, now, hmm. like, the only way I could see DS working in any sort of reasonable fashion is handheld only and you tur- you tilt the console vertical. And the bottom half is the touch screen. And the top half the is the other Wii screen. You had it. Yeah, but that had two separate screens. That was No, but you could switch okay. it to where... I've been playing with the DS uh, virtual... I, I have um, it, so do thing. explain. Because I have a couple. Um, you could... There were a few options. You could have, like, it horizontal, which is very weird, very awkward. Like, you could have them, obviously, on one screen each, one on the TV, one on the Wii U. Uh, you could have it as a small box... For either the touch screen or the upper screen. Um, and you could have them stacked on top of each other. Like on an emulator. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, like they I, could do it. It's just with the Switch, it seems a lot more cumbersome. I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's possible... Because April eighth is yet to happen this year, um, but I don't know. Anyway, um, so I oh 
Are we done with uh, I, it's the Wii is good because I liked it? <laughs> My favorite yeah. segment. <laughs> I forgot that the worst option of the DS Virtual Console. You could have a virtual DS. Oh, Let's no. Go. No. Pass. <laughs> Look, I posted a photo. <laughs> no. Panic intensifies. It's like playing uh, uh, emulator games on your phone where all the buttons are on the touchscreen. No. No, thanks. <laughs> I, I tried to pull up Wii no. exclusive games on Google, and it gave me Mario Kart 8. So, um... Close. The, but I this was Wii for your bravery. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, okay, Mayo, you go. Uh, so this week, unfortunately, without getting too much into it for the audience, since you guys have already heard it, this has been a very stressful weekend, and it's becoming a very stressful week. I haven't had a lot of time for video gaming. Um, I do have some alternative gaming stuff, and I also have some bad news about my computer. So remember how uh, last week... I punched water into my <laughs> yes. uh, my setup. So Wait, did during happen, I'm getting oh no, no, not from that. Um, during this this whole situation of switching out the carpet for hardwood, I was moving the child gate that we have to use to stop one of the dogs from eating cat poop, and part of it fell off but only on the top, and the bottom was hinged, so it just fell forward exactly precisely into a glass of water that Mary had on my desk on a subsequent day. It spilled in the same spot, and now my keyboard doesn't know how to figure out colors correctly. Oh, I remember you posting about that. Okay, well, that's... Considering... No, this is after. This is a separate occurrence. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, like, you talked about, like, you sent a photo of your um, keyboard not lining up this, right. This is after that. Oh, so it's worse now. That was from the first one, and it was only, like, a few keys near the top left corner. Now, those ones still are not matched, but I have it set to teal on this current setting, and I'm staring at a yellow keyboard with red mismatched keys. Nice. <laughs> And it has it for all of my settings. Like, anything that I once had as, like, a teal is coming up as just random shit. Like, a a yellow, a green, a blue. It's just, it can't figure it out anymore. It still works, except for my left control key. That would suck, right? Oh, dude, no. You have to use right control? Yep. And I keep forgetting about it. So each of these memes that I've put in here today, I have... I've basically almost typed that every single time. <laughs> so amazing. So that's some bad news. Uh, the monitor's fine so far. Though, I have so to that's... say, um, the uh, given the fact that you had two cups of water spill on your rig within a very close time span, and the only thing that happened is your RGB on your keyboard is screwy. That's that's a blessing. Yeah, I'll take it. And out of all of the stuff on my computer, the keyboard was closer to the top of the list for stuff that I would replace eventually, so it's fine. Um, Some alternative gaming news. Uh, In the realm of tabletop stuff, not really a a Digimon weekend. I didn't get to go to the tournament, but uh, Warhammer side of things, 
I am currently staring at the last model that I have to finish painting for the current iteration of my Warhammer army, at which point I will be moving on to painting the rest of my Mansions of Madness stuff and or my Blood Bowl team. And once that's done, my self-imposed embargo, where I'm not allowed to buy anything, will be lifted and I can expand my army even more. And I've gotten to play with it a lot over the weekend. I'm currently on a two-wins streak pretty good um and I'm, I'm just very proud of my painting honestly i'm very excited to get into painting the blood bowl team i'm ready to play some football it's been pretty good um, to come back in general tbh yeah yeah um, i'm very Except, upset that xfl is not happening right now uh, i'm sure i'm sure the xfl is also upset about that yeah um i'm ready for i guess college football to come back I don't give two shits when Tampa Bay returns. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see Tom Brady again. There was a post, this is a little bit of a tangent, but then I'll move on to the, <clears throat> the console thing. Um, one of the Disney like news blog Instagram things that I follow posted about how, you know, like right after the Super Bowl, Gronk went, but Brady didn't. Yeah. Brady went this past week, so it's a bunch of stuff of him on, like, Rise of the Resistance or whatever, and it's like, dude, I don't want to see him. Just in general. A lot of people do. Like, it's not just that I'm jealous that he's at Disney, and I'm not. Like, he could be behind a dumpster, and seeing three pictures of him on Instagram just makes me sadder. Yeah. So, I'm you know. yeah. I'm very upset about Breeze retiring. I'm I'm excited to see what the Saints do. Yeah. Hopefully, Jameis Winston works out. Oh man, it's gonna be hard to like the Saints with that guy. Yeah, it's it's a big hopefully. Well, he was we'll ex see. he was ex Tampa, so maybe he'll smash Tampa out of an anger. Maybe, but I don't think he did much at Tampa. <laughs> You're right, he didn't. But nobody at Tampa did much at Tampa until Breeze came in. You're right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll end up being a Falcons fan for a couple seasons. Who knows? Um, it should. I mean, hey, if you want to experience what an Auburn fan is like, um, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons are the way to go. <laughs> is is that sort of the uh, the trade off? I guess that like recently a bunch of Alabama players have gone to the Falcons and they kick y'all's butts when they're in college, but then when they get to the NFL, they're just. Funny. Well, to be fair, that's not just Alabama. That's the majority of college football players that go to the NFL. A large portion of them just don't do as good. True. Um, it's just a different environment, a different set of rules, uh, you know, a whole different vibe. And um, you also got to be really good. And homework. A lot You're stressed of, about keeping your job. A lot of really good college yeah. players are only, you know, halfway decent NFL players. And so sometimes they're not even on the starting lineup. Sometimes they don't play much. Sometimes they're only on practice squads and you never really see from them again. Right. Um, and sometimes they're Cam Newton where they do amazing for a couple years, bork one game, and then go mentally nuts. <laughs> um, so anyway, back from the NFL topic. Um, uh, favorite favorite console. console. Um, it's tough. You know, I feel like I there's two. There's yeah, two, and don't know. you dare. Both of you, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, it's, it's between GameCube and Switch, and honestly, 
Uh, it's a bit of a plot twist, but I think I I gotta give it to Switch. Going I mean, over it in my head, yeah. like it's. Was it <laughs> handheld though? It's no, both. It's it's both. Um, I well, if if we're if we're saying it here, then we're gonna consider it a home console. I mean, that's what that's what it's marketed as, and a large portion of people only play it docked. It is handheld, but the experience it's about is 50, better. 50. The, well, it was fifty-fifty. I don't know. I don't know if we could get an accurate date uh, amount now because how do they determine the Switch Lite? Yeah, yeah here here's the thing. When we get to handhelds, if someone wants to say Switch, say Switch Lite, and it's fair. If you guys don't want to allow Switch, I'll just say GameCube. But I have no I, problem. I thought no, about it a lot because, like, is the Switch? My Switch rarely leaves the dock. Is is the Switch a home console that can also be taken on the go, or is it a portable that can just be plugged into a TV for a little bit better graphics and better control? I games? think it's home console on the go con- because yeah. the dock is an integral part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. But it, but anyway, I feel like the Switch has, for the most part, perfected games that i liked a lot on the gamecube there's a few exceptions like i I still prefer sunshine over odyssey and you know like with with pokemon even though i have not given sword and shield a full uh fair shake yet um you know there's pokemon games that i prefer more but like animal crossing i prefer the switch one zelda i prefer the switch one odyssey even though i prefer sunshine more it's still respectable and the Switch has other draws to it as well. Like, I probably never would have played Punch Out unless I, or like, if I didn't see it on the the Switch Online thing. So, in addition to that, I feel this this is also some bias for me hating the Wii U so much. It saved Nintendo from that. It did. That's yeah. facts. It brought Nintendo out of that era. And even if you like Wii U, it was not a good time for them fiscally and image-wise. And they've recovered for it. They still make dumb decisions. And now they're back to their Wii era style where they think they can do no wrong. Right. So I guess $60 that's a trade-off. For Skyward Sword. But it was still, always going to be 60 though. I'll I'll take that over... Like actual rage, cringe at how bad their their decisions are. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty of time for that. Yeah. Um, so okay. that's my choice. Well, all right then. Um, I have been playing a little bit of Apex. I've gone back to PC, and now I'm. I don't know when I I started a couple months ago playing on console because people on console are just generally worse um, at shooters. And I was doing better because of it, because I played on PC for so long, because I was kind of forged in the fire of doing terrible for so long on PC. But then I went back to PC and realized, like, oh, yeah, mouse and keyboard is just so much better than controller for stuff like Apex, Um, especially when it comes to speed and inventory management, stuff like that. So um, I'm playing back on here a little bit, doing pretty well. Uh, Rocket League, some of my friends up here have only recently discovered that game as if it hasn't existed for uh like seven years now um so i've been playing with them um 
and that's been fun and also i've just i'm playing through twilight princess now i'm already i'm at the goron city now um twilight princess on what gamecube oh see um, so you can't get wolf link i i mean i have twilight princess hd but if that's coming to switch later then that's probably where i'm gonna play it and i wanted to play the original so that way if if it does happen if this zelda stuff happens then i'll have a more fresh image of the original twilight princess so i can see the benefits of the hd um and i'm just kind of hype around zelda stuff right now because you know that's like that's where all the steam is for uh rumors Mm -hmm. so um i figured it'd be a fun thing to do and i played i beat wind waker again last year so that's still kind of fresh in my head so i was like well i'll do twilight princess now um but yeah i'm in the i'm in the goron city trying to figure out stuff there um where i I am right now last time i played i got the monster hunter amiibo in um they look fantastic magnamolo looks great um i love the flames um palico is very cute and will now be one of the amiibo that get the special limited space on my desk of my favorite amiibo um along with banjo kazooie pac-man and Link's awakening um and um also shout out to the guy at gamestop for uh covering the 89 cent thing left i had to pay so if you didn't get monster hunter amiibo the vendor gave out five dollar coupons for each of the amiibo because of the delay um so essentially each amiibo was five dollars cheaper that's redundant um and i had already put ten dollars down on each of these amiibo when i pre-ordered them so when we finally got everything said and done all i had to pay was like 89 cents and i was about to pay and he was like no pull your card out i got it and pulled 89 cents from his pocket and paid for it so uh, mega shout out to i think his name's tim i don't know um he also asked about the podcast because i mentioned it about the amiibo and he said he'd give it a listen so hey uh if you're listening to this right now thank you very much for that um anyway so um I I feel really bad if that's not his name. I regret even saying that. I should have just kept it the game some guy. But um, you do, do you not have the receipt? Oh yeah. No, I didn't. Seat. I didn't ask for it. Oh. Uh, um, I do have my original pre-order receipt, but I don't know if it was the same uh, that's guy. That's probably not the same guy. Um. Yeah, Timothy. I think it was the same guy, Timothy. So thank Let's you, go. Tim. I did remember it right. Um. So for favorite console. I was stuck between GameCube and Super Nintendo, and I'm going with Super Nintendo because while the GameCube is great, it has a lot of good games, um, it is, I do not think it's the pinnacle of 3D gaming, but I do think that the SNES Uh, is the pinnacle of, I do think the SNES is the pinnacle of 2D gaming, Um, and while like 2D games that come out today aren't bad by any means, um, and a lot more a lot more creative pixel art is done nowadays with 2D games, especially things like Celeste and Stardew, um, Enter the Gungeon, things like that. Um, I don't think you can find a better collection of 2D games on a console than Super Nintendo. It's super refined. Everything looks great. Uh, a lot of creative things. Um, you know, a lot of, like, some of the top games of all time are there. Um, I will mention that Super Mario World was the only 2D Mario to make it S tier on our revised Mario list. Um, but like Link to the Past is highly regarded. Usually, the, like the two, the best two D Zelda. I'm not gonna get into best overall, but um, 
F Zero is it's amazing. Super Metroid, um, Mario All Stars was pretty cool at the time, even though that's not really fair calling it a compilation of previous games. But um, Donkey Kong Country, get out of here! All three of those games are ten out of ten. Um, True. Hmm. It's just it was so good and so impressive, and the art is amazing. The way it looks, it's just. Mm. The best, it, it's the best D pad out there. It's highly regarded as the best. It's like when you buy uh, something for 2D games, and it's always compared to the Super Nintendo. That's like the standard for the best D pad. That's why 8 bit do that stuff is exactly like Super Nintendo. There's a reason for that. Um, when those controllers came out for Game Boy Player, they were made just like Super Nintendo controllers. There's a reason for that. Like, it's just, it's mm, Chef's Kiss, 10 out of 10. Yes, sir. So, um, anyway, moving on, Cooper, you have the floor for Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, all right, hang on. So, how's the weather? All right, got it. <laughs> wow. Awkward silence. All right, let's go. All right, so. <gasps> yeah, take a good breath. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Voting, we're, oh, yeah. We got a voting gauntlet. We're in the final round. It's a. Uh, what is it called? I forget the right name. Uh, Healer Royale. Alright. We're in the final round of Healer Royale. It's Rears versus Rears, or Rise versus Rise. They're, like, they're different spellings, but they're pronounced the same. So, you know, I can make the jokes that Rears is going to win. You know, pun intended. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> Uh, we got a new banner, Bond of Trust. It, it'll be, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Wait. Anyways, when it comes out, it'll include Farina, Luis, a four-star Nemo, Eric, and Pence. Whew. <laughs> uh, uh, the the Grand Hero Battle unit will be Sonya. Uh, she kind of bad, but but actually though, she in her in her own game, she abused her adopted daughter Nino. So uh, you know. Oh, so she's not bad. She's bad. Well, she's bad. She's also bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Celestial Stone was added, which is an item which players will receive after their 40 summon spark. Collecting up a few will allow you to trade them in for things like Forma Souls, which normally you would have to pay $30 for. So, you know, pretty good. A new future to no surprise. Won the t- Twitter poll, and it'll show up sometime soon. I think this month or next month. It'll include Brave Dimitri, Brave Edelgard, Brave Claude, and Brave Lysithia. Uh Respondent Reinhardt will be replaced by Respondent Micaiah on April 9th. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know time. Uh, so if you want one of the better free-to-play blue mages, uh, without having to pay an extra fee later, you should grab him before it's too late, and you know. I have to spend like five extra dollars. I've just been another, like, you know, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, and this will be my last weekly reminder, and I can't stress this enough. Like, okay, for... okay, put the gun down. <laughs> gun in the air right now. That um, this will be the last time, you know. Uh, log into Fire Emblem Heroes before April 10th, so you can get a free copy of Duel Win if you haven't already. So Grant Mayo, I mean, shoo. 
This is your last chance. Uh, I, I, I just got back from the bathroom. Is the face segment over yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to take a little bit longer. It seemed like you had a lot to do this week. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pair. Dang, game. dude. Oh. Mayo's two for two on being straight mean. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, so... Uh, Maya, we all agree that you had to log into Fire Heroes. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. And, uh, uh, yeah. I agree that you should go Fire Emblem yourself. Go Fire Emblem in, some in the hero. <laughs> go Fire Emblem some bitches. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, poor attempts at uh, jabs aside. Um, Among Us finally got its update for the airship. Um, there's apparently an account feature now and a bunch more tasks than we thought. Um, well, it's more than we were shown uh, when it accidentally released for the Switch. Oh, so they added a uh, pick up towels task, which is kind of interesting. Uh, there's a burger making task. Everything that was broke in, um, and the original release is fixed now. I think I haven't played enough to say if it is definitely everything fixed, but all the tasks seem to be fixed. That's nice. Uh, I'd hope so. Yeah. Uh, oh, I figured out the stupid safe. The I, safe. I didn't so there's a task on there where you have to crack open a safe and it was really hard uh, during uh, pre-release because both the uh, dial and the lever to spin and open it were not grayed out so I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And then it's not like that anymore. So it's a lot easier. And I've already done a video on it. So youtube.com slash stormwind games let's go um looney tunes world of mayhem um which if you don't know is a gotcha mobile game with battle elements um is adding big chungus that is not april fools that is real (laughs) Uh, big chungus is coming to the looney tunes mobile game um so pog i guess um Spider-Man Miles Morales is getting more updates to both the PS4 and PS5 versions. There's an advanced tech suit and various other fixes. And PS5 is getting a realistic muscle deformation on select suits feature. Which is is cool like it's cool in theory, but with how fast you're moving in that game, I really don't see how that's going to add much more like depth to the graphics. We'll see. Um, but it's there. Or we won't. It is there. I and mean, it's, it's cool prob- it's there. It feels more like something they're testing for Spider-Man 2. Okay, yeah. Realistically. Um, Ratchet and Clank got a PS5 update uh, for 60 FPS. Um, the game is no longer free through the Play at Home initiative, but there are a bunch of other games that are free right now that you should hey, definitely go download. Speaking of play, play at Home, when is um, uh, Horizon supposed to be released? Early May, I think. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Um, like very early in May, yeah. um, but I can't remember for sure. Oh, we'll definitely hear about it when um, talk about it when it happens. It will be all over the internet. That's true. Alex just sounds so ready, so excited right now. 
I'm Good really story. tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is delayed again. You really didn't think. You really no, don't sir. think it'd be that hard to make a Lego game. I mean, well, Disney didn't think one it would be going... that hard to make three Star Wars movies, but look where that got us. <laughs> this one, they're like, we're doing something new. And it's like, that's Excellent. cool. Do you want to show any of that off? Actually, though, like, No, we're just going to delay it. It's we're going doing well. something new. Somehow making a Lego game come out late. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, true. it's going to be their first 4K Lego game. Oh, I'm so glad. Yay. And like thirty planets as hub worlds, and that's really all they've talked about. Is this the second time that they've uh, delayed it? Depends on how you count it. It's delayed again, so I'd take it as yes. It's at least officially delayed that we know of. This is the second time. Let's go. Neo The World Ends With You is getting news on April 9th, which is this Friday. So if you're a big fan of that series, uh, keep your ears pinned um, for it's that. It's not a phrase, Grant. Pinned back? Keep your ears pinned? Keep your ears pinned? You keep your ears pinned back, like ready to pounce. You know, like animals, when they get ready to pounce, they pin their ears back? But... I know, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Moving on. Uh, Counter-Strike, <laughs> Counter-Strike Go match-fixing is so bad that the FBI is getting involved. We actually had to look this up before the show because we were all like, uh-huh, when we first read this. Um, but yeah, so Counter-Strike Go is uh, so full of match-fixing style cheating that the FBI is getting involved. Um, quoted from... Um, let's see, what's Smith? Ian Smith. The commissioner of the Esports Integrity Commission, which is a brand new field of the FBI. It's what oh, I would describe as magic, classic match fixing. Players being bribed by outside betting syndicates in order to fix matches rather than players just doing it off their own bat opportunistically. It's been going on for longer and it's much more organized. So again, to some extent, we're working with the law enforcement and the FBI, who only recently have had a sports betting investigative unit within the FBI. They're good, but they're inexperienced because sports betting has never been a big thing in America until recently, so everybody's kind of finding their feet on that one. So yeah, apparently um, the FBI is getting involved in CSGO. So I, I love that one of the most influential things in gaming from the uh, the 2010s is it's, it's DraftKings. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I love it, you know? It's great. It's awesome. I'm so happy. Um, Platinum Games has confirmed that their 2020 April Fool's joke game, Soul Cresta, is real. Um, it's like a classic arcade-style game that was um, announced last year by them as an April Fool's joke, but it's actually real, and it's happening. So, that's cool. Um, you can go to their uh, YouTube channel to check out a trailer for it if you want to see more about that. Um, a Super Mario Bros. sealed copy has broken auction records by selling at $660,000. It was fully sealed and rated um, by the company. E for everyone. The company that, like, uh, not funny. The, the company that <laughs> rates, like, sealed game boxes. Like, you see things in the plastic with, like, a number on it. It had a 9.6 out of, I assume, 10. So that's nuts, I guess. Um, it's pretty crazy. Because and... if if you if you take it, the only way that I'm familiar with this is through trading cards. But you can math out like how many copies of something exist if it's not being produced anymore. 
and you can correct for like how many are probably not in a sellable condition or just lost. And once you start to get to like older stuff or like first printings of things at like a nine or higher or even an eight or higher grading, it's like there's like a thousand or less of this in the world. Um, yeah, the reason it's sold for so much is because um, in the early printings of NES games, they didn't print a Nintendo copyright symbol next to the NES or like the Nintendo Entertainment System print, um, which they didn't start doing until 1986 or 1987, something like that. Um, so this is one of the original prints before that was being done, and that's why it sold for so much. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's nuts. Um, imagine paying six hundred sixty grand for a NES game. Um, I wonder if it, it works. I mean, I know it's open. <laughs> I know it's sealed in the plexiglass, but I wonder if you try to play it, if you'd have to blow into the cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, I I paid more for this than most people will make in their entire lives. Let's test it out. Yeah. Um, Time to ruin all value by putting it into the thing it was designed to be put into. Also, my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna spit all over. <laughs> <laughs> if I had Corona, I would give this cartridge Corona. But you're the first one to spit in it. So it's... <laughs> Yeah, I want to take this cartridge. I want to take this cartridge virginity, like Mayo did to one of my Switch games when I wasn't around. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Um, Hilarious. Xbox is hiring VTubers for advertisement in Japan, which I mean, I guess nothing else has worked before with them trying to sell Xbox in Japan. So maybe this will be the same. Guys, they sold fourteen in Japan. Oh. So, hey, that's better than thirteen. <laughs> so obviously, their their next route for how can we sell this is like a really anyway. weird niche part of the anime and Vocaloid subculture. You'd think that they'd like they could give up. Well, that, but they could <laughs> like there's there's such a thing as you know more mainstream Japanese celebrities than VTubers. No, like, nope, no, but there is there. Get a J-pop group to like do a dance on stage that symbolizes <laughs> Todd Howard or something. Like, I got it. I got it. No. <laughs> Oi, Josuke! This Xbox Series X has a 12 teraflop <laughs> GPU and has a wide selection of games across the entire Xbox library. Isn't that neat? That that's how you sell it. You just got to use Joyce memes. Exactly, or like you you thought that this would be a new original Microsoft IP, but it was me, Skyrim on another console. Like Uh, (laughs) uh, Skyrim um, in Japan, but without Amiibo support. So um, going back to that AR headset we talked about earlier from Niantic, Pikmin Go, which is the working title apparently, has been that's what I'm calling it. Which is Cameron's working title. Thanks for putting that. (laughs) That's Cameron's working title for the Pikmin game. Um, has been confirmed Look, wait, to have special think it's be called? I don't know, but you can't put working title next to it if you just mean I'm calling it's it. It's my that. working title. Let's go. What's the Harry Potter? What's the Harry Potter Niantic game called? Harry Potter Go. Cameron's working title. <laughs> I thought it was called. Did it delayed? <laughs> hey. Um, also. Uh, you go ahead. What? Wizards Unite, uh, apparently. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna start calling. Hey, Pikmin. Pikmin Four. Working title. Cooper. Okay. 
I'll kill you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is Pikmin 5. Yes, so, sir. Speaking of... Uh, I'm sorry, guys. We're going to go down to three people on the podcast next week. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start calling it uh, Pikmin on a phone. But hey, it's at least better than Pikmin on the Wii U. Working title, Jonathan. Take that back. <laughs> Pikmin 3 is good. Um, speaking of leaks, apparently there's multiple Player 2 Amiibo that are going to be coming this month. I, I just posted this in the chat. Like that, this was just posted to the r slash amiibo. Yeah. Supposedly, uh, Alf, Link, Ultimate, Robin, Player Two, Villager, Player Two, and Zelda Ultimate, as well as with... Pokemon Trainer and Wii Fit. Oh, you mean you mean the online? You mean the Olimar Alt Alf, right? Yeah, Player yeah, Two, yeah. like Olimar Alf. <laughs> okay, I, um, I. I started painting a mini. I'm going to be honest here while we while we do this. And I thought when you said Alf, the first thing that my brain went to was the like sitcom Alf, <laughs> like the the alien that eats cats or something. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yes, Continue. thank you, Millhouse. There's also um, po- Pokemon Trainer Player Two and Wii Fit Trainer Player Two. Where uh, Pokemon Trainer Player Two seems to be a GameStop exclusive. Um, and both Pokemon Trainer and Wii Fit Trainer are listed as web in store, so you this might be a thing similar to the Sanrio cards, where you had to do a Target online order to pick up in store. Oh, um, so also, bad. I'd like to note that at the very top of the sheet that Cameron posted, for internal use only, asterisk, and then you go to the asterisk right below it, all information <laughs> provided in this retailer documentation is under a non-disclosure agreement until... April 21st at 3.59.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do not copy, share, publish, or distribute the following. So we not might be posting anything anymore. Um, so Tim, I hope that wasn't you, Tim. If that was you, I'm really sorry. I really liked you as well. So this also mentions that Alf, Link, Robin, Villager, Zelda, Wii Fit Trainer, and Pokemon Trainer no. will be exclusive. That's not or no, Pokemon says pokemon trainer pokemon trainer player two is only at gamestop right so this makes me theorize that because ganon's missing uh and he would fall under the same category as link and zelda she kind of got real yeah ganon will be somewhere and female byleth will be somewhere if this is real of course yeah yeah obviously uh, Sheik has a different design, but I don't think it's different enough to get a player to Amiibo. I like how they, uh, mark um, out the SKUs, but nothing else. And Ike has a different design that they might do. Oh, I see. Okay, so up in the top of the document. And Joker. Um, yeah. Alf, Link, Robin, Villager, Zelda, Wii Fit Trainer, and the GameStop exclusive Pokemon Trainer can be pre-ordered by collectors, Nintendo fans, and Smash enthusiasts alike on April 21st. That's what it says up there. So Pokemon Trainer will be GameStop exclusive. If this is Hold on. More waves of Super Smash Bros. Amiibo are planned for the future, featuring more alternate costumes and DLC characters released as part of Fighter Pass 2. Pre-order details for unannounced Amiibo will be announced at later date. Images are not final. It may vary. We will certainly uh, report back on this um, in two weeks because the 21st is exactly... Well, actually, no, I guess in three weeks because by the time we talk about it, it will probably won't be confirmed yet. So 
Um, in three weeks, we will tell you for sure whether this is real or not. Um, so, during my finals. Ew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to be doing... Oh, that's going to be fun. Um, speaking of things that will most that are questionably true, but we can tell you about this next week for sure. Um, that leak I mentioned earlier, I figured it's a fun thing to go through it just to explain why it's such a fever dream. Um, so along with the entire Switch Online revamp and Virtual Console absolute explosion that's apparently coming, um, Breath of the Wild 2 reveal game is called Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, oh. It's released. No, no, no! Wait, wait, wait! Is that a working it title? It said B O T W two. Yeah. So Breath of the Wild the title. Two. Breath of the Wild Bata two. two. Yeah. Bata two is Bata the title. Yeah. Okay. You get what's uh what's his face the Zelda guy. I'm proud to announce Bata two. <laughs> <laughs> a new one. <laughs> or except yeah. yeah. Uh, Bata or something that's so racist i'm very sorry um it's coming out this Band year apparently um zelda is playable in certain parts um metroid prime trilogy hd reveal releasing in june uh skyward sword hd trailer another trailer um wind waker hd and twilight princess hd ports announced for september does not say whether they would be separate or together but we have differing opinions on what's going to happen with that so i guess we just got to wait and see for next week when it's not going to come true um, Metroid True. 5 announced, not Metroid Prime 4, Metroid 5 announced October 2021, developed internally uh, by Nintendo, so assumingly a new game in the 2D series? Is that the most recent 2D game 4? I don't know. That doesn't sound right. I know it doesn't, but I really don't know. Um, there was Metroid, so Metroid 2, and then... Uh, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission. But Zero Missions includes one as well. Uh, who knows? So Metroid V announced for October this year. Metroid Prime 4, small teaser, says more to come in 2022. Splatoon 3 All Blowout right. is what they list. Um, so that's either a subtitle or they just mean it as an adjective. Um, a lot more gameplay content revealed. Um, next level games reveal punch out three ultra for switch and ending with mario odyssey 2 coming out in 2022 there will also be third party and indie stuff in it uh, like always as well also now um, besides the fact that they would never announce stuff another metroid game before the one they're already working on is coming out um, this is a green text <laughs> um, i mean to be fair they've done it before with zelda so it's not out of the realm of possibility it's just extremely unlikely also like we just had it we just had a direct last month where where the guy was like we have more to come later this year and i really don't believe by later this year they mean like a month not even a month not with that (laughs) that list is so fun to read though i know it sounds great but I mean, really, a lot of the stuff I could believe. I could believe a Mario Odyssey 2. I could believe more info on Splatoon 3. I could believe a small teaser for Prime 4. I could believe stuff for a new trailer for Skyward Sword and Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Um, I could even I, just... I can even believe Metroid Prime Trilogy HD because that's been a rumor around for a while. But I can't believe the Switch Online Virtual Console thing with all those consoles coming. And I can't believe that they would reveal Breath of the Wild 2 a month after saying we'll have more information later this year. 
yeah, a month that... after saying that. Also, Prime Five. Um, it's not Prime Five. It's Metroid, it Metroid Five. Five. Yeah, it's not. It's not Prime but Five. It's just Metroid there are Five. Five games in the main series, anyways. Because you yeah. have other M. Let's it would not almost, talk about it, but it would almost be more believable if you said that they were porting um, other M. <laughs> no, I was going to say the uh, 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 laser ball or whatever it is. Does anyone they remember what the 3DS game is? Yeah, it's Federation Force. Yeah, Federation Force. No, what was it before? It was called Federation Last Force. Last ball. It's a mini game. Working Why title. did they make that out to be such a big thing and then it, it's just actually Federation Force? Because what was Nintendo's existence for the majority of the 2010s? Pain yes. and suffering. Um, so yeah, now that uh, you're probably on the edge of your seat with all those rumors, I, I, you know, for the sake of all of our mental health, I really kind of hope this is true because this would be a wonderful thing to hear about. Um Hey, we were quiet in all be 2020 ecstatic. because we have all this. Yeah, like if this is somehow we true, just ignored I, it I, in I, the I first draft. I don't want to believe it in the guy because this is just some creep writing a green text on a VPN, <laughs> thinking that he knows <laughs> Nintendo's secrets, but he just downloaded the free version of Nord and wrote a green text. <laughs> so I can't. Believe, but yeah, I mean that's it's. It can't say for sure, but we will tell you next week. Um, it's like. A 1% chance. Not even. Very tiny. <laughs> so we should just take it as fact. This is happening, guys. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, the, the 4chan thing, more than anything, is what knocks it down. Because <laughs> I really can't believe that Nintendo, a Nintendo employee that has access to this level of information was like, ah, yes, 4chan, green text. Everyone will believe me. Um, okay, so with that pipe dream out of the way, uh, our last topic, um, this was in the news recently. Uh, E3, ha uh, it came up to have a rumor that there was going to be a $35 paywall to access either some and or all of the content. Now, this has already been denied by E3. They tweeted the thing out that were like, we want everyone to know that E3 is a completely free event where gamers and publishers alike can get together and you know celebrate new games and talk about new things blah 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 pr um we love pr but yeah but they seemed kind of surprised <laughs> they they um also posted something else that was like they listed off like they would say nothing would ever cost any money but they didn't they didn't say nothing they said like they listed out a bunch of things, but there was a couple keywords they didn't say. Like there could be additional things that they leave out that could be like they denied it, but like there's still some gray area there. Um, but it sounds like at least like the shows and stuff will still be free to everyone. Um, but I wanted, I thought it would be have a, good to have a discussion point here. Uh, do you think so? Um, we know E3 this year is digital only, but it is happening. And it's sure. probably going to come back next year um, as long as another disaster doesn't happen or something. Um, but would E3 survive as a paywall-based digital event? 
it's it's already a paywall physical event. Like you have to buy tickets to go, but that makes sense because you're, uh, you're doing all the floor stuff. No. Yeah. I'm uh, gonna say no because, like, if you want to lock behind dev interviews or demos or something behind paywall, go ahead. But the big events, the companies aren't gonna like that, or at least like the big three wouldn't be like it because they want their news out there. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this feels kind of like a almost like a cut and dry question, like. Digital only, like, no company is going to want to have their content blocked behind a paywall. It's going to be leaked anyway. Like, you're not going to yeah. stop the news from coming out. Um, and they already kind of do have a paywall for things like game developer interviews and demos. Because you have to buy a ticket and go to do those things. Exactly. That's true. So Now, if, if you... they want to release the demos digitally for a price, I'll pay it. If it's fair. Yeah, it maybe like if you pay if you paid and you got access to like, uh, like what say, demos like, they would have on the floor. They got so you have like you you would put them on the consoles' respective stores unlisted, and you would be given codes to download them. That way, you just don't download them to your PC and share them everywhere. Because um, yeah. they they wouldn't want that. But like you could do something like that, and then you could also have like videos of the developer interviews instead of like having to read oh, articles cool. to see it and just like like listen to outlets like IGN and Kotaku and uh VGC and stuff like that you could like actually watch the videos of them doing it or you could get like some cool behind the scenes things um i don't know like but yeah there's no way they would survive if they had a paywall for like the shows so yeah Digital. depending on the price of that Okay, so problem. new question. If what we just listed was a $35 paywall, would you pay that? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I think it would have to de- oh. it would have to depend. It would well, it would depend on what if it Nintendo's was. If Nintendo's included, absolutely, yeah. Well, because usually like, they have one demo. So like if all the demos you would usually get but you can play them from the comfort of your home, then yes. <laughs> So well, here's here's the biggest thing. But what are you gonna play them through Stadia? Like, <laughs> no. What like what I'm saying is you, you you put it so like okay, take the Nintendo demo for example. They they have it on the eShop, but it's unlisted. Like you can't just download it from the eShop. You have to have a code, and you right. get that code through E3 once you pay this thing, and you get this premium and- pass or whatever, and then you're given the codes to the demos, and then you can go to the Switch and the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store. And download this thing. Download them from there. Um, Honestly, I still don't think that I would because I've I've never been super big on demos. Um, that's fair. I'm I'm shaky on paying it if I don't know. Like, am am I paying this before the shows? Like, do I have to pay this and then bank on that the demos that come out are things that I'm interested in? Probably because that's what people who go to E3 do. Yeah, true, but that's a whole nother level of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, not, like you're not you're not demos. just there for the demos. You're there to go to the live shows. Could... You're there to experience the setups and all the art and the cool things they have. You're, you're if... there to get all the free stuff. You know, like and it like... was a realistic thing. Let's say hypothetically they actually did it. I could see it being like 
Well, before we announce it, it's 35 but after it's 50 because you know what you're paying for. I could see them doing that. I don't know if it'd be worth 50 um, Yeah, I don't... It, it really would have to be something... But that's absolutely how they would do it. Yeah. Or maybe, like... I, what if they just do it like you can buy it before if you want, but you could, they will also have it up like after the shows for the same price. Because I think more people, a lot more people, would be willing to pay that if they could watch the shows and know what they're getting. Um, because I know that there's a lot of people that would not want to pay that just to get a demo for. Um, a new Bakugan game or something. Right. Which, mm, that was at 83. Um, but yeah, as a digital only event, there's no way it could cost money because I just like you said, Alex, if the companies would just rather do their own thing and then the smaller companies like Square or whatever or Capcom that already sometimes do their own thing they might want to partner up like Square would probably partner up with a Sony event. Like Sony would have an event where they do a thing and they just tack on some Square stuff at the end. Um, and unless the quality of Devolver Digital's E3 shows hit the peak of like the second one, like the first and second one, I, I mean, because like nothing else is happening at those shows. And like, Sometimes there's like musical performance, like um, what's that guy that showed up to the Bethesda show, dressed in all white, played the keyboard. Um, Andrew WK, I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, like they played like a pretty cool rock show at the Bethesda thing. It was totally unrelated to the Bethesda show entirely, but it was still, I mean, cool nonetheless. Like I like. I liked the performance. Um, and also, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I can't decide if or not if I'm willing to pay pay a pretty penny for the for that cringe, man. Like we've talked about before, the E3 cringe is like no other, uh, except for myself, apparently. <laughs> Thanks, Mayo. You're welcome. <laughs> what hey, I, I'm I'm also on that level. Would I oh. would I pay thirty five dollars to watch a trials guy drive a dirt bike into the con- the conference center, walk up on stage, and then absolutely demolish a TV stand and a console? Absolutely, me no, but somebody would. Both work <laughs> from home, and we stream it. That way, we just split the cost. Yeah, but they like, if it's behind a paywall, won't it be taken down? Like, if we're paying Not for if the you shows, it. well, yeah, like you can record it, but, and like, you might get away with posting clips, but like, just posting the entire show, like, if you're paying for it, wouldn't that work along the lines of like streaming a movie on Twitch or like streaming a like an NBA game or something? I mean, you could stream it through Discord. I don't know if they could track that. Oh, you meant like just between us? Okay, that's one thing. Yeah. I thought you meant like stream it like on Twitch, like to, for like live reactions or whatever. Now, so no. that's much more big brain. Um, 
some people get away with it. I watched um, the second year of the uh, NBA Finals where the where Golden State and the Cavaliers went back. Um, this was back when LeBron was on the Cavs and everyone was like super hyped for the Cavaliers. Um, it was the second year where they had both gone to the Finals and I was watching those games with some random guy on Twitch. There were like 12 of us in there just watching this NBA game. And like whenever it went to commercial or whenever like it was like a timeout and like nothing was happening, he would close it and start playing Fortnite. So like when mod, like, so he would like, re- like reduce the risk of like a mod coming in and seeing it or something like that, or like having less screen time with it up. So he'd like right. stream something. And then when the game was going on, he pulled it back up. And that was bi- that was big brain. That's big shout out to that guy. Yeah. I got because I I uh, learned this as of last night that you can't watch NBA games on the on television a lot of the time. A lot of them are blocked to NBA TV, which you have to pay for separately. It doesn't come with like a Hulu Live or like an online cable subscription thing, um, which sucks because I wanted to watch the game, but I'm not going to. But that um, anyway, what were we talking about? E3. Um, Three. <laughs> So yeah, I guess the consensus is a hard no on that. I really hope they don't try to do something like that because I really like E3. I want it to stay around. I very much enjoy yeah. E3. It's like a great games time of summer. summer is not the same. Yeah, uh, actually, Jeff Keeley tweeted about that. He yeah, like he said this for... would always be free, but it doesn't <laughs> matter when it's not the same thing. Well, I mean, it was only one year of that, and it was kind of hastily done. Just to have For three months, um, so it could be better. Um, I don't want to, you know, like given the situation with the pandemic and everything, and business being slow to like, you know, set up stuff, and it was a difficult thing to do. I don't want to give him a lot of flack for one year, but I guess since he tweeted about it, he's doing it again this year. So we'll see. Um, I want to say it's either over a month this time or a week. I don't remember. I, that's um, but I can't remember. I can't remember which one it was. Like, it might have been twenty eighteen. Um that like one summer where we like all watched all the events together and it was like, it was just a good experience. Like all of us like watching it reacting to all the new stuff and all this hype going out, all these new announcements. Like, I don't know. I haven't hit that same kind of high since. Um, yeah. Mostly because, because last summer we were able to all watch it together was 2018. Cause I was working that, uh, comp site camp, uh, summer 2019. And I was only able to watch a few of the streams with y'all. Yeah, nineteen. And I, I watched was, most of it, I think, in twenty nineteen. Nineteen, I was uh, working my co-op, so I only was I was like kind of hastily watching. I think the only one I really watched was the Nintendo one, and then I, the other ones I just kind of read highlights of because I was at work when those were all going on. So, um, yeah, we I didn't get that experience. I think I saw, we didn't get like, one last year. Squares or someone's with y'all. Um, I remember watching all evening shows. But yeah. So both of you have to take a break, or all of you, for the week of E3. Hey, boss, boss. <laughs> look, look, I'm working from home this week. See ya. 
Gotta go cringe. Yeah, I need my cringe fix. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Inject well, it into my veins. <laughs> um, so with that, that's going to wrap it up for her this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please share us with a friend. Please comment on the YouTube version of this podcast. Let you know what um, what you think of the show. Tell us what your favorite Nintendo home console is and why it's not the Wii. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, share us with a friend. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube.com slash Stormwind Games. We post every Wednesday, uh, 7 a.m. Central. So um, yeah, we think well, we have a final parting message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tim, if you, uh, if that's your name, and if you made it this far, please let us know on uh, youtube.com slash Stormwind Games. Yeah, big shout out to Tim at the University GameStop store for the 68 cent hookup. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, so um, that's going to do it for us here this week. And we will see you next week with uh, very hopefully, but most likely not going to happen, rumors about how. Virtual console is coming back. I was wrong about the DS. We're going to have DS games on Switch next week. Oh, and we might talk about how poorly the Animal Crossing Build-A-Bear thing goes tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's happening as well. Also, next week we will be doing Sony home consoles. So be sure to tune into that if you want to hear us discuss uh, the best Sony home consoles. So um, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.